Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got people not getting hard, sex lasting too long, and a cheating story not to be believed. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it all works here, baby. You keep listening. You keep telling friends. J Train keeps chugging along. Chugga, 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 chugga. Woo! All aboard. That's right, Shelby. How now? We put out a survey. Are we getting results back? We're getting a ton of results back. A lot of results. Thank you so much. Yeah, Shelby came in here frazzled, spending all weekend uh, tallying, you oh. know, all the, all the numbers, all my charts, all your charts and graphs. I saw, I saw Shelby working hard. So listen, that that uh, that survey that we're talking about, we're trying to get to know you, the listener, so that we can know how to have better ads, better. Make the show better for you. We want to fashion this like a handmade coat. We're, we need your measurements. We need your measurements. Specifications. Specifications. That's right. So in the description of the show, go fill out the survey. Go fill that out for us. We love it. Is It feels good when you, when you fill that out. That's us feathering your nuts. I never thought about it that way, but it really is. It is, right? You gotta, it's all about perspective on this show. That's why they, you know, they, they call me the Prince of Perspective, okay? <laughs> Every week I come at you from an angle that you might not have thought about. Let's stay positive. Gets your brain moving, gets you thinking on a different level. And we stay positive here on the J-Tramp Podcast. This is, the, this is the no judgment zone. We're paused up. Paused up. So listen, people, go fill out that survey. Also, listen to me right now. It's when does this come out? When the fuck is this coming out? Tuesday. Tuesday. This is our February or December eighteenth. <laughs> December eighteenth. We've lost track. We're off the rails already. We've lost track of everything. We don't even know where we are. This is coming out. It is holiday season, and let me give out a few, a couple pluggies. I'm going to be doing New Year's Eve at Comics Mohegan Sun. That's a good one. It's a good one. And I understand that's not for everybody. You know, some of you are listening like, fuck you, J-Train. I'm getting hammered, and I'm going to go rub my crotch against some, you know, guy or girl. Man, woman, crotch rubbing. That's, I get it. Maybe a fight. That's it. I've been there. I've done my New Year's Eve, 70 bucks, all you can drink. I get the deal. But some of you might be like, Papa JT, I just want to sit down. And I, and I live in Connecticut. So if you're one of those people who wants to sit and laugh, come to the Mohegan Sun on, uh, on New Year's Eve. I'm also coming to Boston. You asked for it. You got it. Coming to Boston. Laugh Boston. And this is way out there, but I want to get ahead of it. This is my homecoming. I'm coming home. Laugh Boston, February 28th through March 2nd. I'm doing a weekend. We want to fill that place up. Fill it up. Come to that fucking show, kid. That's right, kid. It's going to be wicked, wicked funny, dude. Dude, dude. 
So those are some dates I'm excited about. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, he's coming back for round two, an OKP. Chris Milhouse, thank Great you. Great guest yeah, alert. Man, for having me. Oh, you're going to put your headphones on. You're going to miss everything. This is, this is part of the deal. We got, we got a full 360-degree show. Play it again, Shelby. Great guest alert. Ooh, wow. I got a like, nice little intro and everything. I like it. It's At great. Chris Milhouse on Instagram. <laughs> We're fumbling off the start. Yeah. At Chris Milhouse It'll on Instagram, better. on Twitter. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? That's right. So... What's going on, buddy? Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me back. It's Last time was very you. fun. Dude, we're going to answer some emails. What's going on? What do you got going? Uh, you know, just uh, living a life as a stand-up comic. Yeah. Yeah. And you traveling around. You open, I, I do want to talk, you open for Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. What's that? That is like a guy from like my childhood. <laughs> is that weird? Was is, is, How'd you guys meet? Is that? Just doing shows in LA we met. And then uh, he was like, you want to open? I'm like, yeah, all right. And he's a good guy. Yeah, he's great, dude. You know, it's uh, it's always been fun. It's uh, it's really easy to work with that guy. It's great. But that was a Funny guy dude. who's like, he's twenty two, and just fuck and just like yeah. a movie star. Yeah, he's coming back, man. He just put a special. He just filmed a special. Dude's got some really good material right now. Dude, that's coming great. Back with so, a vengeance. So you guys go on the road together, and, and then you got your own show. You're going to be at the Hollywood Improv, uh, December 27th. Yeah. At 8 p.m. That's it. Uh, I've been to that club, fun club. It's L.A., baby. It's L.A. Back in L.A. for the holidays. And I mean, what do you think is the biggest difference between an L.A. crowd and a New York City crowd? <laughs> what do you think? L.A. crowds are more uptight, and it's also like they just care about how famous you are. They're like, oh, are you Chris D'Elia? No, then I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, you know. It did feel like I went there and I did a spot at the improv and it does feel like everyone there is feels like they're on stage. Yeah, a lot you of know, people like, wish that they could be on stage with you. Or they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They wish or like they feel like the like even in the crowd they feel like they're being watched. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I'm an actor. I could act like a stand-up. Did I ever tell this story about how <laughs> there was a woman that was like in the crowd? I did like a five-minute spot in LA. This was like three years ago, and this woman was in the crowd being like, she just kept like yelling back to me every time I do a joke, <laughs> and then she and I go. I, I said something like, you are the loudest person I've ever had at a comedy club. And then like she goes, well, I'll come on stage. And I was like, nobody wants an old chick on stage. And she was so taken aback. Like, like, uh, in, like I was making fun of her leading up to this, but calling her old was like the oh, biggest, yeah. most offensive thing. Oh, oh. I can't believe you like, said that. Like old in, in, in L.A. is like using the C word to a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's like that's, you're done. Yeah. You're done. You're done, honey. <laughs> like in New York, they're like, "Yeah, I'm old, and I'll take a shit on stage." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah New York, whatever." But this is my town. This is my I've been here years. LA is like, I'm old, but my face isn't. I, yeah. I fixed that. I, People come to New York. Women, women come to New York and call themselves old at 23. I'm so and, old. You know, LA, they'll be like, they'll defend their oldness. They've Just, been 30 for 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. But I like going to LA. I, I, you know, I, like, I think Uber's changed that city. You used, you used oh, to yeah. go and you'd be like, well, I guess I'm stuck at this bar forever. And now you go and there's like a, you know, Uber, yeah. you know, you can be like a ah, 20 minute ride. I'm not driving. I'm drinking, whatever. Yeah, no, it has. It's uh, LA's just a good town in general. You know, it's, it is what you make of it. Like the crowds are good, but like I said, they are kind of like, you know, star fuckers, mm. but it makes it. But I like that they like a performance. But that's the other thing too, is that like, if you get them, if you feel like you earned it, Yeah. you know, because they're like, 
oh, they paid attention to me, even though they have no clue who the fuck I am. You know what the other thing about L.A. is? Great food. The yeah. best food in the country. No. I think it doesn't get its credit. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. Comparably? Here's what happens. Why? Here's what happens. Nobody can disagree with Cleveland has the best pasta with chili on it that's fried. Because Gammy made it. You know, nobody wants to give L.A. the credit because the here's what it is. I mean, I, there is good food there, but comparatively, the I think New York is better. It is not better. Why? Here's the reason. Okay. There's much more innovation coming out of L.A. Here's what's happening. New York, the rent in New York is crazy. If you're a young chef, you can't just move here and do your young thing. People, the real artists are like younger people that are moving to a place to like hustle and make it. You have to come here. You got to be behind. You have to go and play, you know, be at the nicest. I had a buddy who's a who's a chef and he had to like be like seventh on the list. You heard that place, Bear Burger? I know Bear Burger. Yeah. They're like a seven maybe cha- like locations in New York. They tried to open some southern place in Astoria. Mm. Fried chicken hot style. Sure. Like two years ago, three They've already closed once, reopened with like, oh, we'll change it up a bit. That already closed again. Oh, yeah, man. It's it's tough to open. any The, the cost of, of moving in and having it happen is crazy. L.A., there's more space. And like there's like, like I remember I went to this like Thai place that was just in a strip mall. And they were like, this is the best Thai place you'll ever go to in your entire life. And it like was literally a, a box in the strip mall. Hmm. And I walked into it and I was like, and I went off the, you know, the thing I read in the, uh, you know online and I was like, Look, give me all these things. And I sat there and I was like, this is the best tasting Thai food I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. Just some, and, and it's just, I think it's just a, a result of like, first of all, the produce in LA is way better. That's like where it's made. Fruits and vegetables. That's where they're yes, getting it. Right? I agree with that for sure. Like it's just I a tastier the, I, tomato. I think though the bread though, the bread in LA is awful. See, that's what I'm, yeah, I, I could imagine that. We, I think it's way more fresh here. There's a lot more fresh breads here. There's obviously a couple places you're going to get it, like, that would be good. But overall, I think everything just comes mass produced in these big packages. Yeah. And they get it shipped in comparatively to here where they make it on site. Well, the, the thing is with the bread thing, I, you know, it's like a, it's like old Italian dude in the back has been making bread. That New York water. Yeah, the New yeah. York water for a it's thousand years in the same bread machine. I think when you go to L.A., the you know, first of all, I ain't eating bread in L.A., man. I'm not yeah, embarrassing you're not, myself. You're not carving it up, No, bro. I'm not embarrassing you're not myself carving it up? in front of those 30-year-old, 80-year-old yeah. women. You know, They're so. like, oh, my God, is he eating bread? <laughs> Thank you, crowd. <laughs> I, I, I know, but I go, you know, I just, I, you go to these nice, like, middle-of-the-road restaurants there, and you're like, oh, they're inventing shit. They're doing shit. I went to this fucking one place... Keffy, I think it was great Mediterranean food, but that's what I, that's my LA. I just think people won't talk shit on a restaurant on like you know on Boston being a bad food town because they're like that's where Mama and Grandmama were from. There's less gruff dudes like oh there's nobody gonna go like under other states Chicago oh you don't put mustard on a dog <laughs> like, that that even yeah, there's that all these rules. sets them off yeah yeah there's yeah. A, you, all these fucking rules and then and you go to L A and there's just this like thin dude who's like creating the best thing you've ever had and you're like yeah I don't want to like give him credit yeah <laughs> like, you're like <laughs> I don't want to give skinny skinny Ralph any credit I can't I'm, trust you I do have you ever eaten in your life yeah like, but then he's bringing out fucking gold I don't know it, it feels like we're just defending you know I feel like an all old the, factory worker all the chefs I feel like are always hot in LA hot as shit men Great and women tattoos it's covered like, in tats drug addict yeah they just they look like rock stars they're the new rock stars we're 
making you think rethink what Thai food is. That's right. <laughs> rethink the kebab. Well, we're here with Chris Milhouse at Chris Milhouse on Instagram. Go yeah. follow. Go support. Follow Hollywood me. Improv, yes. December twenty seventh, eight p.m. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. I love it. We're going to pop J-train through these emails. Podcast at gmail.com. We got a lot of emails, a lot of big ones. I got. I want to do this one first, then we have a long one second that I'm like really excited about doing. But oh boy. here we go. Uh, I've been seeing this guy for a couple months. The sex is great, but our bang sessions often, uh, often last way too long. Ooh. We're talking 45 minutes to an hour. I mean, come on. <laughs> He's ready for round two almost immediately. I don't even know that this, the, uh, that was a guy, thing guys could do. I didn't. <laughs> since when are women complaining about this? Well, I do understand that there's like a, uh, a pot. <laughs> there's, there's an amount of time you want to be having sex. Like, I think we said it before here. You want to be like mediocre at sex. You, you don't want to be like Too good. so good yeah. that you're lasting three days and you're like, well, I'm still hard. When's this cum coming out? <laughs> but then you don't want to be so bad that you're like, and then done. Yeah, but also, how young is this dude? It's I, got, he's got to be young. Come on, I nobody even, in their thirties is. I feel or like 30s I, or 40s I feel like he could go it. all night if I wanted, and it's honestly exhausting. Who has the time for that? Plus, I've gotten two UTIs since I started seeing him. Oh. She's, she's been put in the hospital from this guy. Is it Michelle Wolf's thing? Yelling on not her bits, but I know she's been on this show yelling at people. Hey, for going wrap too long, it up. wrap it up. Michelle yeah. has said that probably because of our lengthy sessions. Is it is it possible that it takes him that long to climax, or do you think he's holding himself back while trying to prolong the experience? On the flip side, could it mean that he's not that attracted to me, so it takes him longer to finish? How do I tell him that it's okay to speed things up a bit without making it seem like I just want it to end? What do you think? Well, I mean, clearly. There's a few questions here. So we'll start with, um, do you think he's holding himself back or do you think? I think he's just trying too hard. I think that's a guy who like really wants like, like yeah, I want my girl to know that yeah, I yeah, yeah, am yeah. a stud. The all right. Ki- the king of boners. Yeah. And like, I just think that it's it's something that, I mean, they've been seeing each other a couple months, she mm-hmm. says. So, I mean, I feel like at would have tapered off by now, but if he's keeps going like this. I don't know how old, I need to know how old this kid is. If it's yeah. early 20s, it's just a kid that's like really excited cuz he probably never really got laid much before this. Sure. And also like here's the thing, lasting a long time, we we are we are eternally screwed by the by the jokes we made in high school. We are always screwed by those. We've we fucked ourselves. Yeah. The guy who doesn't last long enough, so now we got to last forever. The, you know, the girl, we would call girls, you know, we would say that, you know, make fun of girls for smelly vaginas. Now they won't let us go down on them. They're, they're weirded out about when we go down on them. You know, these are stupid jokes that were made in high school that are now coming back to bite us. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But at the same time, I, I just, I've never heard a woman complain about this. I mean, I feel like if she's... An hour? An hour is a long fucking do. time. An hour is a long fucking time. Listen, we should all be having sex. We should all be aiming for eight minutes. Here's... <laughs> I, I, right? Eight minutes is perfect. But here's my question to her. I'm uh, sitting she, there with the clock on my hand. If I get to 2.30, I I'm in the green. Yeah. I, I, I'm in the red. I'm making money. Say, I got to come fast. I got pods to record. I got pods. That's yeah. right. That's what Shelby says as yeah. he's about to come. I gotta pump my got podcast to record. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's my question to her though: Is she making it evident that she's come 
Like, you know, like is she maybe the guy thinks like, oh, fuck, like she hasn't come yet. I got to keep going. Well, this is this is part of it, too. Well, is is she coming? Yeah. Is she coming? Are you just going to the pump factory and we're just sitting there with one move? Maybe that's he's just like, dude, I got to keep going. I can't. This woman's got to come. It's my girl. I like her. That could be on on his mind, too. I don't think any of us are thinking that he's. Um, that it takes him this long to climb. No, right? none of us. None of us. No. Are he came immediately. This could be a maybe influence of porn thing. Seeing, could be that. Well, but here's two things we can rule out for her and for all the women listening. It, it's not that he's not attracted to you. Coming is not a result of attraction. <laughs> Coming happens no matter what. Correct. I could come with a girl I'm not attracted to. I could come with a girl I am attracted to. I agree with that. Yeah. I could come. I could come with you know seven dogs in the room. I don't. You know. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I don't agree with that. But I'm but. saying coming and an attraction. Guys are kind of mechanical with this coming shit. Yeah. So you can't relate it to how you come to you. You know what I mean? The, yeah. A, a woman. You can't look at how what makes you come and then think that a guy is doing it the same way. We are. We've spent years going into bathrooms and just getting one out of us. <laughs> in crowded spaces yeah. we're, we're trained we're animals. snipers yeah okay so we'll we're common whether we're into you or not and i know that's a scary it's kind of thing cr- to yeah, hear it's a little and weird it's a little yeah. weird but it's true right it's true yeah it's true and i don't i don't think that this this dude there's no way that this dude doesn't come within 10 minutes here's what session. she should do maybe she, half hour tops she needs no way they need to work on their uh I think they need to work on their um, their short game. Maybe some communication. Communication, yeah, but also like... They've been I dating she, for a couple months now. I Come think on. they got to start going down on each other a little bit more. Yeah, They're relying too much on the sex and not enough on all the accoutrements that come with the set. I like when you call them sides. The side dishes. They got to really concentrate on the side dishes. I agree, Shelby. This is because right now, like if she was on top of them and it's like 15 minutes in... Jump the fuck off the train and fucking start giving a blowy. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. No, And any guy who's grossed out by that, that, that you need to get away from that dude. But like, even so, like I've got, you can, you can switch things up. Yeah. There's going to be, you know, right. Yeah, I agree. I just feel like she needs to communicate and be like, why are, what are you doing? What are you trying for? Yeah. You know, like if she's making it evident, even if she isn't isn't coming for whatever reason, you know, some women can't or have a hard time doing sure. whatever, she should still fake it and be like, oh, God, I'm so tired. You know, like if a girl you says took it she's out of com- me. And that's the thing. If you make it apparent that you've come, a lot of guys will be like, listen. Yeah, I'm good. Whatever comes from now on, eh, yeah. I-, I killed it. It's great. I'm already done. Yeah. So pretend you did it twice, even if you only did it once. That, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then, then you'd be like, oh, my God, you wear me out so God, It's so God. And then, well, you know, it is it is a thing where it's like, let him know I'm I'm coming. And then when you come jump off the fucking thing and be like, let me go down on you now. Yeah. Let's get this over with. But well, like the other thing that she could come to him with and say, listen, we don't need to be going an hour. Is there something I can do to make you come quicker? True. I mean, and also this this hour thing, like, I understand at the beginning of when you first start seeing sure. someone, you're trying to prove, you're like, yo, like, you know, I want you to stick around, like, I'm going to keep going, you know, and then mm. I feel like that should have tapered off by now. Let's do it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast 
at gmail.com. Chris Milhouse at Chris Milhouse. Go follow, go support. Yes. Hollywood Improv, December 27th. Yeah. Also, we are sponsor people. Ooh, I love this sponsor. sponsor. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy, non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence, simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented on an easy-to-digest way. So listen. That sounds great. What I love about Robinhood is that it makes it easy to do something that we all have a little bit of stress about. We all aren't sure. We all aren't confident enough. Most of us. I know I'm not. You're not confident enough to really say what you should invest in and how you should save or do I even have enough money to save. And really, we all do. We all have the, the, the smarts and the wherewithal to be able to start doing the right thing. We all know how to go. We all know how to diet and exercise. But what intimidates us is going to the gym and actually doing it. Sure. So here's Robinhood. Good analogy. Robinhood can let you put money away on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis. And at the very least, you're doing it. Put it, put it into an ETF. Play with the market. Get involved. Yeah. And right now, most of our listeners are young. They're upward mobile. They're out there. They're looking to be, you know, you, you want money for your future. Get started. Do something. And it's no commission, uh, no commission fees. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Especially if you're just getting involved, you don't need to be paying someone to be helping with this. Get into something that shadows the market. The market over any 10 years period of time, I think, has um, outdone most mutual funds. So if you take something, that was something I remember. That's you, Someone should check me out on that. But I, I think the market... <laughs> But if the market over any 10 years, uh, over 10, 10 year period has outdone, like if you go try to go to like, oh, I want to be in big cap stocks and all that stuff. If you just go with the market and let it fly, you're going to be doing okay. Mm. Just, you, you have to be risk tolerant. You do. And that's a opinion of Jared Fried, not Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but I am the, my, my opinion that I will, I will stand by. Not that one just now, but the opinion that I really care about is you got to start saving. This is a great and easy way and actually a fun way to start saving and putting money towards your future. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Listen, people, that's fucking crazy. Dude, okay? I kinda, I kinda, I'm going to sign free up Free money. This. Sign up. I do. Sign up at jtrain.robinhood.com. Okay. That's jtrain.robinhood.com. And listen. I'm not, this is something, get started, do something that you know you should do that you're afraid of doing. jtrain.robinhood.com. Go, 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 get involved, get involved. I love this email, ready? Let's do it. This is the long one, right? After an affair, how's the other man feeling? I love this. I love that intro already. Dear Jared, Shelby, and esteemed guests, sending you all the fluffiest of feathers, although I probably shouldn't be because... Feathering another man's nuts is what got me in this situation. Ooh, <laughs> I like this. No one enters a marriage so think they will, thinking they will have an affair, but this is where I found myself. I'm in my mid-30s, and I've never done anything like this before. I've never, I have been married for six years in my hu- with my husband for over 12 years. No children. We have a great marriage and life that I'm actively working to repair. My husband is the kindest person in the world, and I love him very much. He didn't deserve this hurt, and he's being beating himself up over it. 
It's all very painful and not his fault. I did this, not him. The affair has exposed some some issues in our marriage, mostly with communication, but we're working through that in therapy, and I believe we'll be stronger in the end after being in this situation. I realize affairs are so nuanced and not a clear good versus evil situation. My question for you is something I can't really talk about in couples therapy because it doesn't help me uh, move my marriage forward. How is the other man feeling? See, this is an interesting question. And I listen, I don't know. I, I'm happy she comes to J Train Podcast with these types of questions. Do you think that she should bring this up in therapy, that she's thinking of the other guy and how he's feeling? Yeah, 100%. Like, I get it all out there? I mean, if they're doing couples therapy, that's a good start. So they're they working were. through it. That's good. You know, and it's, it's, so it's good that she's concerned about him. You know, and and if he if he still wants to be together and he still wants to, you know, despite all this, like he still loves her and that's a great thing. Like yeah. he's trying with her with the couples therapy. That means he's not going to leave you. Then that's great. No, well, Wait, you, might, know, you never know. But. You don't know, but I think you go to these therapies to like, hey, we got to figure this out for the long haul. Yeah. I mean, look, if it happened, whatever happened, happened. And it's like, do you want this to happen again? To give you some background, he and I... He and I, this is the mister. Okay. He and I work together, but not in the same location. He's actually on the other side of the country. We would communicate most work days and sometimes outside of work through email, text, phone, or social media. And we would see each other every other month, usually in different cities than either of us live in. Wait, this is the guy that she cheated with? Yes. Okay. We worked uh, really well together and we were referenced to as the dream team. Our work earned both of us promotions and we we won a few industry awards. He's single, younger than me, very outgoing, attractive, and has no problem picking up women. Solid 988. Face, body, personality, girls, good guys can use it. Mm-hmm. We had a strong personal connection that grew over a few years and turned physical under the right circumstances and with lots of alcohol. This wasn't something I, was, I set out to do or was looking for, but my mistake was not stopping it from happening. It sucks because we really were a powerful team that made each other better professionally we both put our careers at risk as well as my marriage. Now, you know, it's funny, you know, reading that background of how they cheated. Mm-hmm. This is like the most female cheating situation, right? This doesn't, like, the way that this came about is so, like, you know. This is also why guys don't trust women that say, he's my work husband. Yeah, the work husband. He's my shit. work husband. Yeah, that work husband wants to fucking plow his work wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He, well, he wants to finish this out. Yeah. But also, like, the guy in this is like a just, oh, you know, he's just like a, I'm sure the guy who's described as a 988, outgoing, attractive, no problem picking up women, is like, yeah, this is all like cream. Like I, I hang with you. We, we flirt, whatever, and then I get to like, kind of like, you know. I, I think when he's like, when this guy's flirting with her, it's almost like he's like, he's uh, sparring with a. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's sparring with like a fake opponent. Or if like, oh, how do I? It's like a fake, a real life Tinder messages. Like yeah. Just back and forth. He, he's like getting. Practice. He's getting reps at being a person with a guy with a girl. A lot of guys are just, you know, for that interaction, we're fine. You know, you you see with a lot of guys that were in relationships that get out of it, they don't know how to speak to women at a bar. Oh, she laughed when I said this thing. Yeah, Hmm. this guy is getting free reps with Hmm. a beautiful woman to just be like, to like work on. And I'm sure he's like, 
yeah, she's married. We're not going to fuck. And then when it happened, he's like, ah, oops. Yeah. I don't think he really gives a shit, to be honest, unless it really, unless she's really weird about it at work now. And maybe she told people at work. Maybe yeah. that's how this, I, that's another question I have. Like, does other people at work know about this? Yeah. Or is it just between you, your husband and this dude? She writes, this, this dude probably could, could give two shits. He's like, yeah, I, I, I hit this girl. It's great, you know? Yeah. I, I, She's hot. We flirted. I, I, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't I'm know sure more. he goes to his friends and is like, yo, this is a fucked up situation. I'm, I fucked this married woman and we, we only see each other from across the country. I'm sure also he's probably saying now that it's like the guy's found out and it sounds like she's moved on from it, he's probably thinking, well, good thing I didn't get murdered. Yeah, like you know, it's a good thing uh, he lives on the other side of the country because yeah, yeah. that husband probably would have fucking tracked him down. But so many like murder suicide situations come from like cheating lovers. True, it's you not. It's usually it's uh, you know a lot of like they they say like most killings happen with people who know each other have some sort of relationship with each other. It's like this is how that she write she keeps writing. This is not my me too moment. If anything, I am the more powerful position professionally. I take full responsibility for my actions and the role that I played in the situation. I came clean to my husband. Hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I ended it with the other man saying, I can't do this anymore. I loved our time together personally and professionally, but it has to end. I don't really give uh, him a chance. I didn't really give him a chance. It has to end. How many times did that happen? Sorry to interrupt you, but... I mean... I, I didn't really, it must have happened a lot every time they were traveling and in the same place. Ooh, I didn't really oh, give him good. a chance to express any feelings in this conversation. He has respected this and we've both taken calculated steps at work to distance ourselves without calling attention to us and we've cut personal communication. It's a void, it's a void for me and something that I have to get over on my own. Like the affair itself, the breakup of an affair is something that has to be handled in secret. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm just wondering how he's feeling. I have no idea if he's sad and depressed or relieved and happy that it's all over or hasn't even given it a second thought. I know I'm not owed that level of closure to know how he's feeling, but it's still on my mind. Any insights would be appreciated. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Best wife that fucked up. Wait, she wants to know how the husband's feeling or the other guy? The other guy. Oh. Because... Why would you care? Well... You know, like if you're married, I would be like, you know what? You know why I empathize with her? She probably wonders if he, ca- what, if, if he cared about her. She cares because she connected, probably. Yeah, of course. Well, this is the thing. Like, you know, the female cheat and the male cheat feels very different. the The male cheat is like if 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 I'm cheating, I go, I can, you know, just like we talked about with the coming situation. Yeah, you know, like you don't. It, care. It's, it's just something that happened. It mm. was physical. It was nothing. Yeah, you know, we can be physical and not have the mental. I think women, a lot you're right. of women, women need to connect. And and what she did, she did connect. Yeah, she's like, this is her work husband. This is a guy that she spoke to professionally. They 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 were the dream team. They were the dream team. Yeah. So it's like I do understand um, why like she's wondering. Okay, well, this relationship ended. What? What did I do this all for? Not is probably what she's mm-hmm. thinking. Did I did I get involved with someone who didn't even care about me? And that's how she's treating it. And I don't think that's being fair to herself. I don't think it. I, don't, I would say that because it seems like this happened more than once. And it also. Of course. And because you're the dream team and you guys work together and you've talked for however many years or whatever. There's no way he didn't care about her at, at least a little bit. Now, whether or not he's upset about you guys not talking anymore, that's a different thing. But I would go as far as to say is that he did connect with her just like she did with him. Yes, I don't want to give that too much credit, though. Yeah. Because I think for guys especially, 
I know for me, let me, let me, I'll make this personalized. I've dated a lot of girls for a number of months that I could have really dug in with and been with even longer than that. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I was like, this isn't the right relationship for me. And then it ended. And then I've, I've never really been like, I, I've never had that moment where I go, I missed out on the one. Yeah. I've same thing with me. And, and, I, I, and yeah, I've been there before. And, and, but these all could have been ones. So I think for him, while he may have connected with you, I think he's thinking like, he's well, still, she's married. She's married. Uh, this was this was fun while it lasted. I'm relieved that it's over and that the stress of it yeah, is kind of gone. Um, I'm relieved that we're on the same page as far as work is concerned. We're not going to like make this apparent to everyone at work and and kind of get ourselves in trouble for professionally. Um, but I I don't think he like sits there going, "Fuck, I need to break up this marriage so that I can be with her." No, I and, agree. And, and, I agree. Yeah. And so I think there's levels to it. She I, and I do understand why she's wondering how he feels. She's saying, "I, I almost ruined, or I could have ruined a whole marriage just to be with this guy, just to have some sort of interaction with this guy mm. that was sexualized." Did I do that just for this guy to fuck? Did he care nothing about it? And it's like, yeah, I don't think she. I don't think. I don't. I think that no. I think that he did connect somehow. I think he did connect somehow. I don't think he connected where he's like, yeah, she's the one we're going to, you know. Break, like you end your marriage. Yeah, that's not. That's gonna, a thing. No, no. It's a, it's a shade of it. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I think, in, and I know that answer might disappoint her or disappoint a lot of women here, but this isn't a Hallmark movie. No, it's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is a guy who's like, it's yeah, that was life. hot. That was extremely hot. And I like this person as a person. Yeah. But I also don't want to end her marriage to then get married to her now. Yeah, I think he was excited about the fact that, look, I had this chance with a woman that I never thought I had a chance with. Yeah. It was fun. It was hot. It was exciting. But he's like, in his head, he always had that emotional closure where he was like, dude, she's married. She's married. Yeah, this isn't gonna, we're, this is going nowhere. This is exactly what it is. This yeah. is all it'll ever be. Yeah. And this is all it'll ever be. That's how a dude thinks unless the woman would say things like, you know, oh, I should leave my husband. You're well, better than my. It's husband. kind of like Things a lot like of people. That. A lot of people write into this podcast, and they'll be like, "Well, he was so great for these three months, and then he had to move. He always knew he had to move. Yeah, you know, like the move was the reason he dug in for those three months. True, a lot of times. Yes, it's not to check out whether you should move with you. He, sh you should move with him three months later. It's because. There is a definitive end date. This will have to end. This will have to run out of steam. And that's what happened here. This guy knew that it was going to run out of steam and figure. I don't know if he knew, but he was like, this isn't going to last forever. No, he was just like, I'm going to ride this out as long as possible. Probably see how it goes. Things are great. Like, you know, he, I'm, he always had a crush on you just as much as you had a crush on him, lady. You know? Yeah. And then he finally got his crush. And that's like, okay, now what? Now She's married, what? you know, and it's like, and then when now they have closure, I think, I mean, they should because it seems like, you know, she's trying to repair things with her husband. I don't think he's looking out a window on a rainy day. Going, no, I, I, I wish I wish married chick would come back to listening me. to Adele or something. No, I don't think that's, that's happening. happening. But I also don't think he's going fuck like I don't think he's like high five on his bros. Yeah, no, to no. be like, fuck that bitch. No, I don't think he's yeah, that dis No, I think it's in between the two. Yeah. yeah, there's no he's not super sad, but he didn't do it to hurt you. Like Yeah, yeah. it's 
it's a tough one because I you can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself that if I was in this situation, I would go, hey, I hope they get it together. <laughs> like I think he's like <laughs> cheering for them. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Chris Millhouse at Chris Millhouse. We are sponsored people. Ooh, love this sponsor for the holiday. Scent bird, scent bird, scent bird. Have you had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing, what are you wearing? Whether it's Gucci, Prada, Versace, you have good taste and you know what you like, but your great taste is expensive and you end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles. Here's the thing about Scentbird, okay? I love it because they'll send you little, they'll send you smaller versions of the big overpriced perfumes and colognes. And they're overpriced because of packaging, because of the commercial that they have to pay for, but... They're going to put it in a packaging that's, uh, you know, low res. And it's going to be something that you'll use for 30 days. And then you get to move on. It's simple. You're not like, oh, this I bought this because it looks sleek and now I don't like this smell. You don't want to buy the never-ending bottle, too. No, it just sits y- there forever. And- you spent $100 on, a, on yeah. a perfume or a cologne. Listen, we don't want to be locked in to our cell phone plans. And we don't want to be locked in to our perfume and cologne choices. And Scentbird gives you the opportunity to have different smells, to have different, just like you have different looks, just like you have a Saturday night look, there's a Saturday night smell. Just like you have a Monday for work look, there's a Monday for work smell. And Scentbird can have you have all those, all of those at your disposal. Diversify your scents. Diversify (laughs) your scents. Scentbird has 450 designer brands and you choose every month. Choose one every month. Try the brands you want. It's the real deal. Choose a perfume and they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays, so you always smell amazing. And also 120 sprays. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't want to take away from Scentbird. I'm only using colognes and perfumes. I'm only using colognes like... On the weekends, really? Yeah, a couple of days a week tops. Yeah. And we're only, we do what? One spray, maybe two at a time, so maybe. You, so you could do a couple months, get a couple different flavors. Yeah. And then be like, ah, I'm out on Semper. I got enough for the year. But at least you tried it. Give and then shot. this is the thing. You could come back, maybe you use a lot of scents, and then every month you can switch it up. That's what it is. So bring that's why I always Bring use some to travel with you. Absolutely. And it, also the travel component is big. Yeah, because it's it small. It fits into your toiletry bag. There you go. Perfect. That's why I always use Scentbird.com. That is Scentbird.com. With this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50. $7.50 for your first cologne. That's pretty great. And this is a great holiday. so good. Jamie Lee knows. Mm. And this is a great holiday gift for the guy or girl that you're really not sure, get them signed up, get them a subscription, and then they're in. Maybe you'll pay for the first few months. It's a great gift. Give it immediately. Immediately. <laughs> That's stocking S- stuffers. S C E N T Bird dot com slash J Train. Use my code J Train for fifty percent off your first month. S C E N T Bird dot com slash J Train. Sign on. Smell great. Scentbird.com slash JTrain. Get involved. Get involved. Let's let's hammer through some emails. Yeah, let's do it. Feather, Feather, I love the show. Think you're awesome at what you do. I started seeing this guy about a month ago. We've gone on a bunch of dates, and I think it's re- he's really cool. And this could become something more serious, as we both seem to really like each other. We have a good time together and all that other stuff no one wants to hear about. Anyways, we had sex, and it's been really good slash fun. The last time we hung out, though, we he, we first just went down on each other, both came, and that was great. 
Then after we went out to dinner, we came back to his place and started hooking up again, and he couldn't really stay hard. I obviously said it was no big deal, but he got really in his head about it. He apologized, and he got a little upset. We then just made out and decided to go to sleep. We were when we were cuddling and going to sleep he asked me if i could if i could actually sleep at my place tonight because he was really freaked out about him not getting hard he assured me that he wasn't freaked out about how things were between us and that he just needed to deal with this on his own we've been texting normally since uh that since then and have plans to hang out in a couple of days what do i do i don't want this to become a problem i don't want him to feel bad thanks again for all the help really appreciate it. what do you think man I think that that dude is just taking it too hard on himself. I mean, it's too hard. Yeah, it's too hard to not. Unlike be hard. his penis, he's yeah. taking it too hard. <laughs> I think it, I don't know. I just feel like it's uh, you're overreacting, dude. You know, yeah. it happens to the best of us. Here's the other thing. Here's what I I will say to her. As someone who's not gotten hard, been you know I've not I've never been like what sounds like this upset. But I've had I've had my own issues, like yeah. any guy's had issues. I mean, you hooked up earlier that day. He came back. He was like, "I can't fucking do it." And then he was like, "Fuck me." Let him deal with this on his own. Don't be, you you know, when like you tell someone, I don't know, like a lot of girls that I've dated, they'll be like, "I'm sick. I'm whatever. I'm sick. I don't feel well." And I go, "I don't know what I can do for this situation because yeah, for my situation, I wouldn't want anything to do something for me. Mm-hmm. Like I I I so I think like for a guy." Let him deal with this on his own. You live on. Yeah. You be an active, willing participant. If this is how he gets when he... And all you can say to him is, I don't give a fuck. It's not a big deal. Yeah. We fucked. We had a good time. We all, and they already hooked up in the same yeah. night. So that kind of explains maybe a little bit. But, I mean, come but on. But don't... You, there's nothing you can do. No, there's nothing so you can do. So don't do. No. When someone does... So like, it's kind of like when someone's like, ah, uh, like if, if I'm ever like... Like I've said to people in the past where I'm like... Ugh, I just don't want to eat anything, and I, I feel gross. I want to like, you know, I want to feel better in the morning. I and then they'll go, and then someone will be like, well, if you could do some diet and exercise, it's like, shut up. <laughs> like I, I, I'm just telling you to yeah. let you know that I'm not feeling okay. Just go away. Yeah, I don't need, you know, your, you know, Monday morning quarterback version of a doctor. So like with you, there's nothing you can do. So all you can say is. Hey, just know that I'm cool with it. Whatever you need, whatever you yeah. need from me, let me know. Just be supportive and, and yeah. don't bring it up. Don't make it weird. That's the, all the thing worst thing you can do is like the next time is then he when he does get hard, go, see? <laughs> see, you can do it. Cause it's like you just I mean, he needs to stop making it a big deal. But the only way for him to stop making a deal, don't feed into him making it a big deal. Yeah. See? Oh my Good god. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're hard. Oh, it does oh, work. The baby has a boner. Yeah, you're not gay after all. Yeah, it's there fine. it is. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Going home. Mm-hmm. Dear Jared, classic Shelvin, esteemed guest. Feather, feather, feather. Love all your pods. Esteemed. I totally blow you and have definitely slid in your DMs. LOL, more feathers. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. I'm 30 years old, single, and I have a kid, but I'm not the only one who needs a daddy. Ooh. But I'm the only one who needs a daddy. Oh, there you that. go. <laughs> After being in a serious relationship for the majority of my 20s, so much uh, changed and the dating world is still, still pretty foreign to me and I don't really date. But I have been sleeping with someone in my hometown for the past couple of years whenever I go home, which is about four to six times a year. I really like him, but I'm not sure if I'm just a fun thing because I don't live there. Let me answer that right away. Yes, you are. You're just a fun thing. 
because you don't live there is his out. We talk until we bang and then we don't for a while, pretty much until a couple of weeks before I'm going home again. Anyways, I'm moving back home in about six months. Cue, cue that guy going, what? Uh. <laughs> and I'm not really sure what to do about this. Do I just text him and tell him that I'm moving back? Do I wait and tell him in person? Would he, we, what would even be the timeline to tell him? I won't be going home as frequently as I will uh, be neatly tying up my life in my current city. I really, what? I won't be going home as frequently as I will be neatly tying up my life in my current She means you're not going home until she moves there. I really like him and I don't want to expect to put pressure on anything, but I also don't want to just be like, hey, I live here now and I want to keep hugging up, hopefully more frequently. How do I approach this? Please help. Thanks so much. You know, we make fun of her in the beginning because we're like, because we, the guy's sitting there going, <gasps> like, <Yeah. laughs> shit, she's moving home. So we're not exactly helping her anxiety about this. What do you think she should do? Here's the deal. If she just wants to get she wants to get laid again with this dude. Uh, and she's like wondering, she's like, should I tell him? No, just fuck him first and then tell him if you really want to get the dick again. Mm. But but if you really like the dude and you want a relationship with him, you want to see if that's possible, you got to float the idea by like, hey, guess what? Yeah. I'm going to be moving back, you know, and let me know. Like, I mean, you can, you can, there's so, there's certain ways you can, you can move that along. I think what she needs to do is, you have to. Here's the thing with the out guy. This guy, any situation, we you know, talking about the guy who is the work boyfriend, talking yeah. about the guy, you know, uh, the the one that you know you date for three months because he's moving away. Guys love outs because it doesn't make you responsible for the other person's feelings. You can always blame the out. So my thing to her is to say. You need to let him know that the out is gone. And mm -hmm. I don't think it's... It, you can't also hold yourself to the judgment of everyone else. You, have to, you don't have to hold yourself to these rules that you've created for yourself. So I would say to you, you're going home. I would text him, hey, I got some great news. I'm moving back home. I would love to keep hanging out with you. Um, but I understand if this was just a hookup to you. So you have to like... Kinda, yeah, you got to be honest about it. You got to be honest. Attack his rebuttals. His rebuttals will be like, well, I didn't know. I wasn't looking for a relationship. Hey, you might have not been looking for more, but I enjoy my time with you when I'm at home. I know that this changes the whole dynamic of the relationship, but I'd love to go out and get drinks once I get home and yeah. you know, see if we can make this, see, see if we can hang out in a different capacity. She's also got to be ready for him to be just like, no, nah, this is just what it was. Yes. You know, like I... It was nice to hook up every once in a while, but uh, I'm I'm, it was, I'm not. And you know what? You know, you know what's nice to hook up with someone like this? The familiarity. Yeah, it's nice to be with someone that you trust and you know, and you know, yeah. and that you don't feel weird cuddling with because it's not a, just a stranger ten minutes ago. True, and, and then you never know though because they have been hooking up for years, according to this. Woman. Yeah, and she, they may they may a, you know they may end up together. Maybe maybe he was just like ah she doesn't live here, so why should I get any type of emotionally involved. I would give him the chance. Give to him an like, opportunity. To, and also you want to like... Never know. You know, with with people that you're hooking up with that you want more with, this is a lot of girls do this. They're like, well, we're hooking up and I wouldn't say no to the opportunity to, to be in a relationship. And it's like, yeah, of course not. All of us wouldn't say no. You know, it, it's yeah. like... But you have, to, you have to allow for the movie remake to happen. 
you know when they do a movie yeah. that's already been made <laughs> and then they <laughs> remake, remake the movie but like for today's <laughs> times yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how every uh, cha- uh, hookup that turns into a serious thing has to happen true it has to have the redux it has to have you can't have you can't just have you can't make like what's a movie that that did like number three like years later like if they, like it's like, like Godzilla ba- or something or like you know like 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 okay so here's an example Spider-Man mm. okay Spider-Man had Spider-Man one two and three with Tobey Maguire yeah okay that's Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 with Tobey Maguire, you can't at Spider-Man 3 be like, well, I want you to be the new... I want I want a new Spider-Man. I want a black Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to redo the whole fucking series. Yeah. So just like with your hookup, if you're doing, yeah, we've been hooking up 1, 2, 3, we've just had this cool casual hookup thing, mm-hmm. you can't look at them and go, well, now you're the... Now I'm the relationship. Yeah, yeah, no. You have to have a different type of meetup. You have to re you have to reopen you have to have the origin story again, which is go on a date, go get drinks. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. not sign up for the thing that you've already Done. signed up for. Yeah. And you have to be okay with that getting turned down. You have to be okay with that being okay. You, you know, yeah, you have to be uh, okay or, for whatever's whatever comes out. Whatever comes out of that. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, we got some news. We do have some news. Let's do it. I have some news that's just for the ladies. Just for the ladies. Okay. Yeah, only for the ladies only. You ever uh, been to a baby shower? Um, I've never been to a baby shower. Have you? I went to one. Yeah. The, yeah. Here's the baby shower thing that annoys me. Every baby shower ends with the guy... Or wedding shower and baby shower ends with the husband showing up at the end with flowers. And then they make this big spectacle of the surprise when they all knew it was coming. Yeah, that's stupid. Why are we acting surprised? Or the, the joint the joint baby showers with like the dude's friends and her friends. And, I've never seen that. Oh, they're starting to do that now because they're like, because they know that like the husbands don't really. Yeah. This isn't. The greatest thing, and then they try to make it fun for all their single friends, or or they're just their friends in general who don't have babies. They're like, let's play games. Yeah, let's and do that, this. And let's now you that. all get fucked up while one woman can't. Yeah. One time I got so fucked up in my friend's place while my friend was pregnant, and there was a point where she was just like, "Get the fuck <laughs> out." What's going on? Well, one woman has decided to cancel her baby shower altogether. No baby shower after friends and family. Started making fun of the name she had chosen for her uh, kid. What was the name? What was the name? Yeah. So she had already chosen the name pre-baby shower. She had. What's the name she chose? Get ready. Okay, fasten your seatbelts. Ready. Squire Sebastian Senator. Yeah, I agree with the friends Triple and family. Triple S. Squire Sebastian Senator. Correct. I agree with the friends and family. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, Squire Sebastian Senator. She is just getting a preview of this kid's whole life. Yes. Yeah. And if anything, you should thank your friends and family because now you should be prepared for all the things they're going to make fun of you about. And you've got the opportunity to change it. Yeah, you have the opportunity to change it, but also you have the opportunity to say, "Well, this is the name I'm going with." Um, 
get ready for the speeches you're going to give Squire when he's an eight-year-old. She wrote in a lengthy Facebook post. Of course she did. Of course she did. Of course she did. Yeah. It's almost like the screenshot of the notes app. Yeah. Uh, you never want to be posting that. No, 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 no. You, lay, you never want to be known for doing a lengthy Facebook post. You know that that... Not only is she now made fun of for Squire, she's getting made fun of for the post. She wrote, y'all have been talking shit about my unborn baby. Y'all. An unborn child. Makes sense. How can you judge an unborn child? What is wrong See, with here's, you? Here's, the, here's when you know you're wrong. When she takes the unborn child... Uh, she uses that that phrase many times as a. This is what you, this is what we all do now. Yeah, we use buzzwords as uh, blockades for any conversation. Also, this woman so she already. Goes, but she writes, "Unborn child." No. How dare you? She wrote, "No, I'm the not." The baby that sits in my <laughs> womb. You are unborn. A defenseless unborn child. My unborn squire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And no one can disagree with that. You can't go, yeah, your baby's got a stupid fucking name. Well, the first <laughs> line already of this Facebook post makes me go, uh, these people are, the friends and family are, they don't like her. They yeah, don't like her. she's not well liked. Yeah, like if you were love somebody, you'd be like, look, I'm going to go, but I'm going to also try to talk you out of fucking saying this, like naming this. No, I am not crazy. <laughs> no, I am not mentally unstable. Okay. And no, yes, I was not drunk when I named my child. Well, those are three things you never want to say out yeah. loud. That's you, when people if you do. Have to say that out loud. It's that's not when good. people think you're crazy. You're obviously a nightmare. Here's if you yell, "I'm not crazy." That's the first sign of being crazy. This is the name I was meant to give him. This is how it will be. He will not be allowed to have a nickname. He is to be called by his full and complete first name. Oh, oh now God. it's a pride thing. Can now, we get child services already involved? Well, this is when, this is when, because this is what happens. This woman is a nightmare. No matter how wrong she is, she can't admit that she's wrong. She, oh, yeah. This is a pride thing. Yeah. This happens with women at comedy shows a lot where they will be wrong because she's wrong. She's Squire, definitely. servitude, squad, <laughs> Squadoosh, whatever the fuck the name <laughs> that was. That's it. That's, that's it. Uh, she, she realized she had, here's what happens. It happens at comedy shows a lot. And it happens to women a lot because they're not used to guy. Guys are used to their friends going, you're a fucking idiot. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Sometimes a girl will, you will yell out and though she'll be drunk and you'll make fun of her and she'll go and then she'll see that the whole room is looking at her and is annoyed with her. And she'll go, look, they're all yelling at me. And it's like, no, 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 we just made fun of you so that you'll stop talking. But I was go, helping. I was helping. I was and, helping. And now they're being mean to me because they don't understand me. And it's like, now they're like digging into the sand to mm. not be, because they've never had someone look at them and go, shut the fuck up. Great analogy, dude. Yeah. Great analogy. It, yeah. So that's what she's doing now. Yeah. She doesn't want to be told that she's wrong. She was, she realized, she saw that the, you know, the, the group has spoken and said, you're a fucking idiot. And then she got, she got a little bit, you know, she got a little embarrassed and she said, well, you cannot talk about him. The, the, the baby in my womb will now, now be keeping this name. And if you call him anything else, we will never speak to you again. She sounds just such a nightmare. Like, yeah. I, I, I hate to say this, but is, I mean, is it rhetorical to ask if there's a dad in the picture? <laughs> there's guy, the dad is sitting there going, it has a the, separate Facebook post that's just like, ah. The dad's like, I will write something else in on the birth certificate yeah. when she's not looking. This name conveys power. It conveys wealth. It conveys success. Oh, My so baby's name will be a revolution. It will push people to question 
everything. It conveys oh, psychotic behavior by the mother. <laughs> yeah, I'm questioning if I should unfriend you now. But I guess you, at this point you dig into friending her because she's gonna. This ain't the last crazy post. This is this is like this is like having TMZ on all day long. This person is great. And ended it with what most lengthy Facebook posts end with: "Fuck you all, fake ass family." <laughs> oh yeah, that's you know, a winner. You know, I love this post because I know she's poor. Yeah. You could tell she's poor because she's saying, she's basically saying that if I had a better name, I'd be rich. And that's the claim that she's trying to put on her kid. So Squire, Squid, Squidward, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Was probably written in sweatpants with something written across the ass. Absolutely. She's like, Nobody, if I name my child Mercedes Benz, it will be <laughs> no, successful. No CEO has time to write such a post. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Fake, Fake ass, ass family. Bitches. Well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Chris Milhouse, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. At I- Chris Milhouse on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow, go support Hollywood Improv, December 27th at 8. Yeah. Great to have you, buddy. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keith, send them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Thanks for having me. That's what I say. <laughs>